This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equity Mates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own Now time. you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to Get Started Investing, a podcast where we help you learn to invest in 15 minutes or less. Each episode, we take one real-world business story and apply a key investing lesson to help you build your investor toolkit. If you're joining us for the very first time, welcome. We strongly recommend you scroll up and start at episode one. Now, we are licensed, but we are not aware of your own personal circumstances. All information on this show is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Any advice is general advice only. With that said, let's crack on. My my name is Bryce and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. Uh, I am excited for this episode. We will not stick to our 15 minutes. No. Well, I mean, we will. We'll, we'll be like we'll, we'll be out it. in three. Yeah. But um, we have just come off FinFest. We've spoken about it a lot. If you listen to multiple Equity Mates podcasts, you might have heard, of speak, heard us speak about it before. But this is our first post-FinFest recording for Get Started Investing. So if you only listen to Get, listen to Get Started Investing, maybe we talk a little bit about the day. But the good news is that we recorded every session that was there. So if you didn't get to a session on the day, we recorded it and everything will be released. Everything will be on YouTube and then some of our favorite sessions or the most popular sessions will be across the podcasts. And we've got one of those today. Yes, we're lucky enough to have the session titled Get Rich Slow, hosted by Owen Raskovich and Kate Campbell from Rask Australia. They really stepped us through what it takes and how you can build a portfolio over a long, that will, not over a long period of time, but that will generate returns to get you rich over a long period of time. Yeah, forget <laughs> rich slow, sorry, forget rich quick and focus on get rich slow because you just might do it. That's it. So really excited for you guys to listen to that if you didn't get to see it on the day or didn't actually get to FinFest. But look, um, we just want to say a massive thank you to everyone that was involved in FinFest. Firstly, obviously the sponsors. Stake is our headline sponsor. Magellan, Coinspot and Weno as our main uh, major sponsors. Couldn't have done it without you. It was a massive effort. We were blown away with... Um, with what sort of transpired at the cutaway on mm. Saturday. It was incredible. We had lines out the door. 
We ran out of food. It was we know, it was huge. We, there was there was certainly some learnings for next time yes. amongst it all, and we wear that. But I think on the whole, it was an epic event. We're epic event, yeah. Beyond yeah. our expectations. I yes, think. Yeah. we set out to try and sort of prove that uh, investing is for everyone. Finance events can be fun, and that there's an, an audience out there that want to be engaged and that are engaged, and that is the Equity Mates community. And we certainly proved that. Th- a massive thank you to the Equity Mates community. We, yeah. We genuinely, genuinely couldn't be doing this without without you guys. So a huge thank you. I think I said this on Equity Mates Investing, but you know we do this podcast sitting across the table from each other, looking at each other, and we don't see the audience that is listening. And so for an event like that, where we get to meet everyone, where we get to meet some of the audience that's listening, it just it means a lot, and it's it's quite humbling to actually meet people. It was also really great to see all of our other podcasters. You're in good company, Comedian vs. Economist, Talk Money to Me, Crypto Curious. We've got eight podcasts across the Equity Mates Network and we've never had everyone in the same place at the same time. And so to meet everyone, it was really, it was just a really nice few days um, capped off with FinFest and then the after party. If you haven't listened to those podcasts, now's the time. They are all great. They are all very similar to us in that they want to help everyday people understand finance, economics, investing, money. They all have different focuses. So go check them all out. Epic day, Ren, but I reckon let's just crack on. Let's do it. We've got uh, Owen Ruskovich and Kate Campbell from uh, Rask Australia who were kind enough to take out the time in fact all guests were kind enough to take out a time on Saturday as you said so uh, so let's crack in please welcome Kate and Owen raise your hand if you've listened to one of our podcasts good okay we've got opportunity in the room I like it put your hand up if you've been investing for if you've made at least one investment most of the room great put your hand up if you've been investing for more than three years Great, so you are fully qualified. It's an apprenticeship, well done. So today we're gonna to be talking about getting rich slow. If you just get rid of the slow or quick, just get rich is probably the easiest thing to do. So um, it's wonderful to, all have you, to have you all here today, especially in the green room where it's nice and toasty. Uh, we're gonna give you a few actionable things we want you to go away with from today. Our presentation today is going to be, chances are, very different to everyone else, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. And we want to talk about getting wealthy, but the slow way, because there's a lot of talks here that are going to be giving you stock pitches, how to get rich quick. There's going to be a lot of different people around. And there is some fundamentals of investing that make it a lot simpler. We're going to talk about exchange traded funds. We're going to talk about some basic ways to get started. But I think the main thing that we want you to take away from today is that it's important to get started now. Investing can be simple, it can be boring, and it doesn't need to take over your life. You do not need to become finance nerds like us. And really, that you just need to give it time and you need to give it patience, and that's really what we want to get out today. Yeah, um, we've been doing this for about five years. That says, never mind the formatting, uh, 4.5 million downloads. We're actually uh, a lot bigger than that if you include all the other stuff that we do, which we'll get to in a minute. But um, it's thanks to people like you that have bought into the philosophy and everything that we champion, uh, which is low cost, it's simple, everyone can do it. Um, my background is in like investment consulting, investment research, and to come here and see so many people engaged that don't come from that background is just awesome. So thank you for being here. Safe investing. 
Safe investing. I've got notes on my hand because we're not allowed to slides, so this makes it a lot easier for me. <laughs> yes, so we want to talk about exchange traded funds a lot today, but we also want to talk about... Safe investing, know. worst investment. Oh, worst investment? Well, before I discovered exchange traded funds, before I discovered investing could be very simple, I downloaded my Comsec app, uh, about 18, and started buying and selling a lot of random things. And uh, I was very enticed by the colours. What was going up that day? What was going down? And some of the things I bought at the time, which uh, you still don't see in stores, are jetpacks. I mean, that was supposed to be the next big thing. Drones, semi-taken off, but not in the use that they were selling. Uh, there was supposed to be some fire, special fire tool, but there was uh, a lot of random things that I bought and sold at the start. And I was doing what would you, you would call trade but also trading with no idea what you were doing. And that was not a way to get rich quick, not a way to get rich quick or slowly either. Um, and really the only person who made money at the time was Comsec. Uh, probably hundreds and hundreds of dollars in Comsec, brokerage. Comsec, if you're watching, never mind that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What was your first investment? Uh, so one of the things that happens when people are new to investing is they get really scared about making a mistake. Put your hand up if you spent more than, say, a month deciding on a broker. Anyone? Yeah, we've got a few hands in the crowd. Um, put your hand up again if you spend more than a week deciding on an investment. A lot of hands, right? So you get like, uh, I guess, paralysis by analysis, whichever way you want to phrase that. My worst investment was actually not something that I lost money on. It's something that I didn't make money on. So I'll give an example. It's not a company that we recommend, but in Australia, here's a company called Nearmap, which does geospatial imagery, like it takes photos from planes and does maps and all this wonderful stuff. I invested, I invested and I went hard into this investment. It was my biggest position. I held it for years at about 50 cents and then I sold it because I got bored. Then it went to about $4. And then I was like, okay, this is great. But I actually went back and looked at this a couple of years ago and some of our members in the room might know this. Uh, when I looked at this, I actually realized that I'd lost the opportunity to make money on that and that was so much money that it outweighed all of the investments that I'd lost money on. And so for me, the lesson here was like, if you do invest in something, there's so much more upside if you are a long-term investor than there is the short-term downside. So, you know, obviously this is just one company, but when it comes to ETFs, for example, and pretty much any stock market investment, the most you can lose is 100%. But if you're a long-term investor where compounding kicks in, you can make so much more money than that. And so my lesson from that is be long-term focused, I was taking, I was looking at the share price thing, this hasn't done anything, but actually the business was growing. And so for me, I should have just paid attention to that and just let it go. And eventually that would have caught up. Hey everyone, just interrupting Owen and Kate quickly to take a break and hear from our sponsors. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right. Back to Owen and Kate. So, Kate, I, I think I've got a few things for you. The first one is... For people, there's a few people in the room that haven't listened to our podcast. How would they do that? What's the podcast called? Yep, so Owen and I host the Australian Finance Podcast. That's every Monday and Friday on 
your favourite podcast player. Owen also does the Australian Investors podcast if you really want to nerd out. Uh, and you've recently launched the Australian Business Podcast for all these small business owners. Yes. Um, but what we wanted to talk about today is why are we actually investing? Because a lot of people think investing's something that stuffy old men do in their ivory towers and it just doesn't seem relatable at all. But the reason why we invest is to just take back control of our own financial futures. And you can invest with as little as $5. And we'll talk about some of the tools later, but it's just become so much more accessible now to invest than it used to be. And this is fantastic, especially for anyone young in the room. You have so much time to get started and it doesn't have to be scary, which is the big thing. And one of the places we like to start is thinking about your net worth because I don't know about you, but I've Googled people's net worths a lot in Google. Uh, yep, I don't know, Elon Musk, you might have Googled his, maybe the king. Yep. I've Googled Adam Drivers. Uh, <laughs> yes, but um, it's a great starting point because you want to know where you are right now before you move forward. So you want to know what, how much you have. So maybe you've got some investments now. Maybe you've got some superannuation. Maybe you've got some cash stashed in a high interest savings account. And then you also want to know what your liabilities are. So maybe you have some credit card debt and you need to focus on that first. And you can use this as a starting point to know what your current net worth is. And although uh, Owen's going to laugh because this is my favourite quote, your net worth doesn't equal your self-worth, it is a really good starting point to know where you are because if you don't know the money coming in and the money coming out of your life, you're not really sure what's left over to start moving forwards and start investing. Yeah, um, has anyone here calculated their net worth? It's okay, no shame. Yeah, great, wonderful. Um, does anyone here have an investment plan or strategy written down in any way? So we've got like maybe five, ten percent of the room. Okay, um, that's one thing that I've learned doing this for ten years is that you probably want to write things down because then you can reflect on it when you've made a mistake or you've been successful. You can be agile. You can learn because otherwise we're just like throwing darts at a dartboard. Um, there's a thing that we have uh, in investing. It's called the collector. The collector is someone who goes and buys everything. Like we run membership sites and we have subscriptions and all that, and we make recommendations. And a lot of our members have been with us for years, and they just go and buy each and every single thing that we've ever recommended. Fantastic. But they end up with 20 ETFs, 30 shares, and they're like, what is this? There's no strategy. So even just writing down what you're doing and why is so powerful. And um, it's funny that Kate, mentioned Adam Drive. I'm not sure if you've seen the ad where he's on the horse, he's got his shirt off. That's probably where this ties in. Um, but seriously, like one of the things that happens, and we all are kind of engrossed by this, is people hear us on the podcast, they see us do these interviews with billionaires or whatever, and they, then they start Googling someone's name, net worth. And it's like, I do it too, like Elon Musk, obviously Tesla. I want to know how people get rich. And we're going to talk about this. We're going to give you five ways to think about this or just different ways to, you can do it. And we've seen it done with over 400 interviews and you know, thousands and thousands of different discussions. We're going to show you the five ways that we know make sense. Um, but we, like, this, is, this happens on the podcast. Um, people Google our names, their net worth. So it happens to us too. Um, and you know, we only keep that in a spreadsheet, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, private information, but yeah. <laughs> uh, you could try, you could try. You could try, everything's on the internet, I guess. Yeah, um, okay, so do you want to do the giveaway now? Do you want to try that? Or? Yeah, well, they're the, they're your next Everyone question. knows what's next, so. So there we go. Okay, so, so for those of you that don't know, um, Kate's on a bit of a mission. Um, I'm catching you off guard here. 
Kate's giving away, she wants to give away a thousand books. Okay, so she wants to give away a thousand books. We're on a mission. Yeah. How far into it are you? I think we're a hundred in, but personal finance books, to be clear, we're not, I'm not giving away Harry Potter here, but uh, this is over 10 years because I don't know about you, but books have been a huge part of my own personal finance and investing journey. And some of you may have started with The Barefoot Investor or The Simple Path to Wealth or some of those fantastic finance books out there. And it really, sometimes it just requires one book to get you started on your journey and overcome that hurdle. Uh, so if, uh, I don't know how Owen's going to do this giveaway, but... Uh... Yeah, so it's a bit of like a silent disco in here. But um, what I'm going to get you to do is I'm just going to get you to yell out the answer to some of this trivia that we're going to do as we go through. And then afterwards, we'll be in the Equity Mates media lounge thing. And uh, just be careful if you throw your hand up, you don't hit anyone in the head or take off your, your headphones. Um, and then come and see us and we'll give you a book. Um, the book that we're giving away today is The Psychology of Money. Yep, Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel. It's one of our favourite personal finance books. I have about 20 copies here today, so if you come up, if you don't win, but you That's come right. and tell me a money hack after the talk, uh, you might win a copy. So There's also there three t-shirts in random women's sizes. So um, we've given away a heap this week, um, but there are three. So if you're a bloke, sure, you can sport it today. I would love to see you in it. But even if you've got a partner with a, you know, they're at home, you know, you can come and get it too. Okay. So I'm just going to ask you a question. I know a lot of us are going to throw this out. They're going to have the right question, so I'm just going to pick the first person. Everyone knows who this is, right? A guy that play, played basketball, also played baseball. Um, Michael Jordan. I need you to tell me, so we all know he was the best basketball player ever, basically. Maybe LeBron or whoever's challenging that now. But I need you to tell me the one way he got wealthy. Just throw it out. You have, was it? Was it? Nike, yes, that's it, correct. So he, he, made more, he makes more money now than he did in his whole playing career. And the way he does that, he makes about $4.50 per shoe sold. So that's the way he get, got wealthy. Not by playing basketball, by owning part of a business, right? Does anyone know who this is? Yes, Orpa, that's her name. Not Oprah, Orpa, that's her actual name. They made a misspelling. And so from that point on, they just started calling her Oprah. Does anyone want to guess how she got wealthy? She's worth, I think, about two and a half billion dollars. TV, TV network, I'll take that. Harpo Studios, when she started the Oprah Winfrey show, she obviously got super famous. And uh, the, the production company offered her 4% in royalties. And she went back to them and said, no. And then she said, I'm not doing it anymore. So they said, well, fine, we're not doing it either. So what'd she do? She went and bought a two-acre block in California and she built Harpo Studios. She ran her own show and then that same company licensed her content and started selling it. So it was her business that made her money. Well, it says the name of the person on the screen, so this is a bit of a giveaway. Uh, shout out to Bloomberg. Uh, does anyone want to guess how this person got rich? There's someone over here, male voice. Atlassian, yes. Mike Cannon-Brooks, co-founder of Atlassian, does software for developers and software engineers. Um, owns, I believe, an unbelievable house here. We're from Victoria, but he owns an unbelievable house on the water. Um, got wealthy, starting a business. Seems to be a common thread. Everyone knows who this is, right? Yeah, cool. Now, this is a bit of a mixed bag, and this is more for the ladies in the room. Although, gents, if you do have the answer, Shout it out. Um, 
Does anyone want to guess how she's got wealthy, not how she started to get famous, but how, how she's made a lot of money. Okay, I'll give you some, I'll give you some tips because it's, it's, Skims, who said this? Ah, ah the gentleman at the back here. Are you a user of the products? <laughs> okay, okay, wonderful. I think she does okay, skincare. That was a yes, now. by the way. Huh? I think she does skincare. So she does skincare, yeah, KK, is it KKW? She owns a bunch of different businesses now. Obviously, she got fined for pumping crypto or something recently, well, but that's a, whole what's a whole different thing. I think the point <laughs> of this whole segment is that you can build wealth by investing in things. And what we talk about a lot is investing in businesses. And the way we invest in businesses, you can buy shares through the stock exchange. In Australia, you've probably heard of the ASX, the Australian Stock Exchange. So things like Telstra and BHP and CBA, you can buy pieces of that company. You don't have to work there. You don't have to deal with it. You don't have to deal with the customers. But you can actually own a piece of that company. And if the company does well, you get to benefit from that as well. And what we actually love talking about is exchange-traded funds because it is a lot of work to decide what company, what shares you want to buy. I'm, a lot of people start investing and they go, oh, I want Disney, or they'll buy whatever's going really well at the moment. But we love talking about exchange-traded funds and we use the analogy of a box of favourites recently. So instead of having to buy... Uh, the crunchy from the supermarket or the, uh, what's another one? Cherry Ripe. Cherry Ripe. You can just buy a box of favourites that has all of the chocolates in it. And so you get a bit of everything. And we love that because that's diversification. But if you want to invest in the top Australian businesses, you can buy an ETF and the the people running the show will go out and buy all of those top Australian businesses, put a bit of all of them in a box and sell you units of it. So it makes it really easy for people just getting started with investing. Instead of having to make all those decisions of which 10 or 20 companies I want to invest in, you can just buy the box. And the great thing is there's a box for everything nowadays. So you want to invest in US companies, you don't need to decide if you want Tesla or Amazon. You can buy the box and it does it all. And there's even ethical ones nowadays and thematic ones that if you just want robotics, there's something for you. So I'm sure you'll hear more today about the different thematic ETFs. Um, we talked about ETFs so much in detail in our recent mini-series on the podcast, and we used the box of favourites and ate a lot of chocolate in the meantime. Um, but they're a great way to get started. Yeah, yeah. We um, Hands up. Anyone that owns an ETF? Awesome. That's more than half. That's great. Hands up anyone that owns individual stocks? About the same, that's oh. good. So when we've surveyed our members, um, the most stark was about six months ago, we surveyed our members and said, are you going to invest in ETFs in the next 12 months? 97.5% said yes. For stocks, it was 71%. So this is like a tectonic shift where people are like, I prefer ETFs. I like this, this sounds simple. I remember when we first started talking about ETFs on the podcast, Kate, my brother-in-law said to me, this ETF stuff just makes sense. Why wouldn't I just invest in one of those? And we think, why not, right? You'll hear different stories from different people around the traps. There's a lot of people here that have a very centralized view. We don't really care if you use ETFs. Like, we don't issue them, we don't make them, we don't do whatever. But we think they're great. We also think individual stocks are great. We also think property's great. We think everything's great. And you can do it all. This is just a really simple way to wrap it all together.
Yeah. Yeah. And they're great building blocks. So when you're a new investor building your portfolio, you're thinking with a, well, we hope you're going to think with a 10, 20, 30 year time horizon, just like what your super fund's doing for you. They actually use very similar things. Some of them use ETFs, some of them use index funds in their portfolios. So the experts have kind of figured this out, but it's been a bit of a hidden secret for a long time. Yeah, um, I was up on in Noosa this week and uh, I was chatting to some like really hardcore investors and these people like studied investing for 10 years, right? They're like gods of investing, right? And um, even amongst them, they're like, this makes sense. This makes sense. And these are the people that have studied this for a lifetime. And so it's not just people like us in the room who are like maybe beginners or new to investing. We're just looking for long-term, simple stuff. It's for financial advisors. It's for everyone. And so that's the great thing about these things. They make it easy. They make it accessible. So we want to leave you with a few ways that from, I think Kate and I have done maybe 400 episodes. Maybe I've done a few extra hundred on the uh, Investors Podcast. And we want to leave you with five things that you can take away today. You don't have to take away all five of them. We would just really love it if you think about one of these things. I can see some notepads around. It would be lovely for us to see you just keep a note of these five things and try to put into place one of these things over the next, say, 30 days. They're very straightforward. Try to, you know, keep, I guess, don't be hard on yourself. That's one thing that we've learned about investing. But just don't be hard on yourself. Put one of these down, it's a lot simpler than it seems. Okay, here we go. The first one is to earn more, and that's by investing in your career. If you haven't negotiated your salary in the last few years, and you're in an industry where you're able to do so, this is the year, because if you earn more, and you're spending less, that increases the amount that you're able to invest for your future. Of course, you wanna have fun now, but it's also a good idea to look after future you. And my main action tip for this is start keeping a file of all of your achievements, all of that glowing client feedback. Every time your manager says, oh, great job, that was that was great. Because your boss is not gonna remember all these things. So keep a file, whether it's in your inbox, it's printed out. And so then when you go to your performance review, you've got your case, you've got your investment thesis, if you will of why they should pay you a little bit more so invest in yourself this year so think about if inflation is say five percent and your wage hasn't gone up five percent you are going backwards so remember that right so that's a good case to be made when you go and speak to them and what we would say is make sure you prep for it a lot of people go into the annual review they're like hi i'm here uh tell me how well i did go in you tell them how well you did right so the second one is win the lottery Okay, that's a bit harder. Maybe that, that, that is a legit number two. Well, the premise it, of the speech was get rich really slowly, so... <laughs> okay, I mean, you might that was maybe my one that I put in. Uh, but interestingly, when someone wins the lotto, the person next door to the person, the neighbour to the person that wins the lotto is the, in, like a suburb, is the most likely person to go broke because we try and keep up with the Joneses, right? We, tr- we see our neighbour, they've just bought a brand new Tesla or whatever, and we try and keep up with them, so we have lifestyle inflation. So this is, I guess, a a lesson in envy, is just try and avoid that. Run your own race and it's okay, everyone is different. That's point number two. Kate. Point number three, if you haven't already, though it seems most of you have, open a brokerage account. You're allowed more than one, you can try them out. Uh, 
Yeah. Do we want to mention a few? Yeah, yeah, so we'll mention a few. And full disclosure, Perla is a sponsor of our podcast and so is Self Wealth. Um, so they're our two sponsors, so we'll mention them. Um, and we actually presented at the Perla event called Get Rich Slow. Yeah. So shout out to those guys. Uh, we've got Stake here, we've got Comsec. We've got a bunch of different brands in the room. Um, it's wonderful. You can choose more than one. Try them out, as Kate said. You know, a lot of people get hung up. Is this one safe? Is that one safe? They're all really regulated. Just make sure they have an AFSL, which you saw the equity mates one there. So that's it. And you can use ETFs to get started. We say start with ETFs, over time build your confidence, then move into individual shares. Yeah. The most important thing is to get started and with really small amounts. So some of you may be familiar with Raise, where you can get started with just $5. Uh, the important thing is to feel like an investor. Instead of just being a consumer, you can actually be an owner of the economy which is a really cool feeling. Like you walk into that Macca's and you own part of that company, even if it's just through your US ETF. Yep. Um, Kate, you recently bought a property. Oh, yes. That was a fun time. Yeah. So could you use property? You can use property to invest in. And property is a slow journey. And we spoke to Pete Wargent on the show recently, who's a property expert. And he reminded us that it's a snowball. You've got to slowly work at it over time. The property is not an overnight thing, especially with fees. Yeah. Here in, Australia, here in Sydney, I feel sorry for you guys. Um, it is so expensive, right? The, the important point is don't compromise on the house. I come across a lot of people that buy off the plan, it's very risky. I see people that buy apartments that they don't like. And over time, what you want to think about when it comes to property is basically the, the land value. Because the land is what goes up. The property actually depreciates. The actual building goes down. So you want to try and get the right balance between land and property. And I think if you, if you take one thing away, you know, we talk to a lot of different people on the show, and all of you will know this, but the first property is most important because this is the one that will set you up for the future. So I don't want to put pressure on you, but take your time. You know, we're currently seeing house prices fall, right? So that's a positive if you're a buyer because all of a sudden you don't need as much deposit. It's going to be stamp duty changes here uh, in Sydney, not in Melbourne. We still get that suite. So um, that would be number four. Number five. Start a business and possibly lose your hair. It happens. Um, I can vouch for that. Um, we, we, we have, by the way, courses on every single one of these things. So we have free courses on the website. Um, one of them that we launched recently was starting a business. We've already enrolled 2,000 students into that, and it was only a couple of months ago. And that's awesome. Um, it's so cool. And you know, when we, when we went about doing this, we're realistic. Not everyone's going to start a business like Kim. MJ, so on and so forth. But the stock market exists, so you don't have to. The stock market is how you invest in someone else's business. That is the key point about the stock market. Anyone tries to flog you some trading strategy, just remember what you're buying is a business. And for the long term, that's when you benefit from it. It's really simple when you just remember that. Um, we're going to take questions out in the media lounge. Uh, come and find us. We've got books to give away, but we need you to do one thing. If you want a free book, here's the one thing you have to do. Yes, you need to come up and tell me or tell Owen your favorite money hack. I'm after new ideas for the podcast. So if you do that, it's a transaction. you can uh, win a copy of The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel. Fantastic book. And I think there's amazing a number of people here today. And I think that should just be an encouragement for your investing journey that you're not doing it alone. There's a lot of people that want to take control of their financial future. 
alongside you and you just need to get started. And it looks like so many of you have, which we're very surprised about because we thought we were doing the beginner talk, but yeah. that is fantastic. Yeah. So keep going. Uh, use this day as inspiration for your investing journey and all the best for your financial future. Yeah, thank you guys. We've about 20 free books to give away. So meet us over there. Bring us a money hack. It's a transaction. We're, we're, gonna, we're looking forward to it. So thank you. Owen and Kate, round of applause. Thanks. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colours, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.